So for a moment, let's think about it like this. Instead of pushing yourself forward, what if instead you just stop holding yourself back? Mm, Yes, I love that quote. I would do a total mic drop for theatrics, but my podcast mic is expensive and it's built into the stand, so we won't bother. But how many of us need to hear this quote, right? So many of us keep saying, oh, one day, one day, I will break up with this boyfriend. One day I will be able to move. One day I'll ask for that raise that I really want. Or one day this, one day that. No, uh uh-uh, no more. It's time to make it day one. We're starting today. You don't get to procrastinate and push your goals off and push your dreams off any longer. And I wanna emphasize this before we get into the episode. It does not matter if you don't have the clarity on what your goals are or what your dreams are or what your purpose is, okay? We can get you the clarity. We can get you there. That's easy. That's actually like the easiest part out of all of this. But what we have to do first is stop spinning our wheels, okay? Are you with me? Enough with this back and forth energy, okay? I see a lot of people have one foot in, one foot out. They're not fully committed to their goals or making any changes in their life, changing their habits, their behaviors. They wanna keep everything the exact same, but yet they want a different outcome. And that's just not how it works. It's really time to go all in on your goals. So many of us are comparing ourselves to other people, letting negative thoughts get in the way, self-doubt. And this is the time to step into the light, step into the confident you, and to really make those changes that are going to allow for your expansion, more opportunities, you're gonna be attracting the right kind of people, and all the above. And welcome to the Energetically Her podcast. I'm Kayla Langhoff, entrepreneur and women's coach, and I will be your host for this podcast. So I am so excited that you are here. And if we haven't connected yet, either over social media or in person, welcome. I have so much gratitude that you're here. This podcast is going to go over so many things from mindfulness, mental health, finding your purpose, manifesting your ultimate reality, and so much more. So my mission is to inspire, guide, and lead you into becoming the best version of yourself and having the life that you want. Have you ever heard of that audio where it's like, is it me? Am I the drama? Well, yeah, sweetie, I'm here to tell you You are the drama. You are the only thing that's keeping you exactly where you are. You are the only thing that's holding yourself back, keeping yourself stuck and stagnant and not breaking out of those patterns that haven't been serving you. Newsflash, those patterns and habits have never served you. You're just so tired of not being where you want to be that it's so much more obvious now. And sure, you can point fingers at your parents, your childhood, your crazy ex, different experiences that you've had, those can all be your excuses of why you can't, or they can be your reasons of why you can. You are able to turn those into fuel to fire up your passion and give you that momentum that you've been looking for. And as you listen through today's episode, please remember that I love you and I care about you so much. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I have. I don't want you to go years and years of feeling stuck and hopeless and lost or even sorry for yourself how I did. At one point, it was so bad. I just wanted to be saved. I just didn't want to make any changes because I feared the unknown. I was so overwhelmed with decisions and confused. I felt like I would take two steps forward and five steps back. 
And I don't want you to feel like that. You have everything inside of you that you need to make these changes. You are so much more capable and ready than you give yourself credit for. And I'm here to help show you what I did to make this transformation in my life so that you can replicate it in yours. And to kick things off, I want to start with one of the best things that I ever did for myself. And I feel like this is so overlooked, which is why I want to start with this little tip or hack. And it's to start small with change. It's actually to start with your habits. And it's not because we're not capable of doing a full 180 and changing everything up. Trust me, we are more than capable. I have full 100% trust in myself, in you. I just, I just do. We are just that, we're just that amazing and that immaculate. But what I want to focus on with habits is that when we're able to replace good habits with maybe the bad ones or the ones that haven't been serving us, we're able to keep the same energetic space, right? What happens if you were able to not change anything at all with what you're already doing, and then you go ahead and you try to add well, I'm going to go to the gym every day. And then you try to also add, maybe you're going to cook yourself dinner every night and you're going to meditate for an hour and all this stuff. Pretty soon, you're not even getting sleep because you have all this stuff on your calendar, on your schedule, and it's full. You haven't actually taken anything off. You've just put more stuff on there. Even though it's good things, they're healthy things. They're changes that you want to see. You don't have that much space. We're not here to burn ourselves out. We are here to create long-lasting, effortless change that will correspond with the direction that we're actually going. If you're someone who is interested in like deep diving into the habits, there is a book called Atomic Habits that I love. I read it a couple years ago. I'll have it linked in the show notes for you. It's a really, really good read. Uh, so for new habits, I want to have a challenge for you. So let's pick one healthy habit to swap out for one that you're currently doing that's not serving you. And I want you to commit to it for 21 days. This could be something simple as in you want to take 10 minutes and journal in the morning or you want to do mere affirmations, you want to meditate, you're going to go on a 10-minute walk to go get the mail-in back, whatever it is. So the goal is to pick a habit of what you want more in your life, whether it's more movement, eating healthier, more family time, whatever that is, and replacing it with something right now that's not serving you. Maybe you're binging TV or you're scrolling on social media endlessly or you're numbing yourself or you have a book on your nightstand that, let's be honest, you haven't opened it in a few weeks, few months, last year even. Wow, okay, there's dust on that book. Whatever that habit is, I want you to commit to it for 21 days. So make this easy for yourself. Let's get super down to the basics here. You can set an alarm on your phone. Honestly, for me personally, I would set two alarms. I would set an alarm when I want to do the habit. And then if I get distracted, maybe another alarm goes off eight or nine hours from then, just in case. That way I make sure that I get it done in that day. Make things fun for yourself. Also, if you want to put it on like your Outlook or your Google Calendar, you can do that. Have a friend or family member hold you accountable. Working towards our goals and our dreams and really committing to our growth and becoming the best version of ourselves and feeling our best, it can be fun. It can be really exciting. And let's embrace that as we change, you know, one habit at a time. 
And along with the phone reminders and putting things in your calendar, heck, even sticky notes, whatever works, right? I am down to try almost anything to keep everything organized. Another recommendation that I have loved this year is the app called Notion. It's a productivity app that really allows you to organize everything from A to Z in your life. I like to think of it like a personal assistant, but at your fingertips. And you can organize anything from to-do lists, your calendar, you can send invites to others if you wanted to collaborate on work or school. There are so many options in here. And honestly, I did not know how organized things could get. A lot of the templates are free as well, and some are available for purchase. You can find them in the app itself or also on Etsy. So I will be sure to have the Notion link in the show notes for you. It's so good. This is my number one used app. I recommend it to everyone. I really wish I would have found this sooner. And so I want to make sure I do my due diligence and I share it with other people that I know would just save them time and save them hassle and keeping you like from having to look for passwords and all sorts of stuff that gets lost in your phone or on your notepads everywhere. So I want to take us back in time for a moment because I want to think back to our child self. How many of us now have become the profession or the career that we thought we would have when we were younger or when we were a child? Maybe you said you wanted to be a firefighter or you wanted to be a nurse or you wanted to be a teacher or, you know, insert whatever career profession you thought you wanted to be when you were younger right? For me personally, I said I wanted to be a doctor. And the reason why is when I was um, pretty young, my grandma got custody of me. And when she got custody of me, when I was traveling to visit her, I was pretty sick. I wasn't feeling so good. And so we went to the doctor and I didn't really have any memories of, of going to the doctor. You know, I was only like four. So that's probably a good thing. I wasn't in there too often, but I remember just feeling so comfortable and safe and at home. And to be honest, it was a new feeling for me. I had kind of not felt that in a while and it was very comforting. And, you know, that saying of people don't remember what you tell them, but they will remember how you made them feel, you know, that speaks volumes. And so me being four, I was like, oh my gosh, this doctor is so cool. He's so nice. You know, I remember they had a fish tank in the lobby that was Finding Nemo themed. And so that also just sold me right as I saw that, like how cool, but I really wanted to be a doctor. And I remember my grandma telling me that I was drawing pictures and designing each room because I wanted to be a pediatrician. And so I had all these different rooms and one room was a safari themed. And so it had a like fake giraffe like neck and head coming out of the wall to where it looked real. And there was, you know, tall grass painted on the walls and like a fake monkey like in this tree. And, you know, I was very creative. I had all these ideas. So that was one room. Another room was the ocean with like lots of fish and just really pretty just movements and like glittery paint. And by movements, I meant like I had this vision of these jellyfish hanging from the ceiling and one of the walls was a full-on fish tank wall from like head to toe, full of coral, full of colorful fish. And it was just like a vibe. Like I was just so 
in the zone of having each room have its own little design and section. And I can only remember the safari and the ocean one, but there was like five total. And I would love to ask my grandma if she still has those drawings somewhere because I bet they're so cute. But it's just so interesting how I was going full out and I had no basis to think that I could be a doctor, right? I didn't even question or doubt any of that. Anyways, I really wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a pediatrician when I was younger. Why? Because someone I look up to made me feel safe and special. And I know I'm long-winded with making this point, but just stick with me here. I didn't actually want to become a doctor. I wanted to be able to make people feel safe and feel loved how he made me feel in the office, right? When I was not feeling good and I was very sick. That's what I think a lot of us have to remember when we see people doing things differently from us in different professions, whether it's real estate or it's a business or it's even someone someone in like a corporate setting, whatever it is, it could be, you know, direct sales, affiliate marketing. All There's so many things nowadays. A lot of times when we see someone in their purpose, in alignment with who they are, their sole mission, they just glow. They just light up. They are just so good at what they do. And that's what we want. We want to make people feel like that. We want to see people for who they are and be able to help them and be supportive and loving. And you know what I find so amazing is I was not thinking about how many other doctors there would be to compete with. Or if I didn't get into medical school, or I wasn't thinking, oh, I don't have any experience yet. What are people going to think of me? Heck no. I was over there with a sketch pad. I had some crayons. I was drawing my future office with full confidence, full conviction. I believed in myself. You couldn't tell me otherwise. I was so deep in my trust, even though I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, did I even like screaming babies? Probably not. But I was so convinced, like, where is that energy in our adult self right now? We need to tap back into that confidence, that righteous divine courage that we're all born with. And over time, you know, different things happen, different experiences, our emotions, our thoughts, it kind of, it kind of dulls it down a little bit, but it's still there. We just have to revive it and tap into it again. To feel more clear and have more clarity on your goals and like your career and any businesses or any changes that you want to make or accomplish, it's fantastic to think about what ideas did you first have that were maybe shut down or maybe you discredited yourself or you sold yourself short um, thinking that it wasn't possible? Is there anything that you've ever wanted to do that you were like, no, there's no way I could do that? Like, you know, a, a dream is a dream for a reason. It's not though. Our desires are innately part of us for a reason. You have all of that in you. You were gifted with that information and desire for a specific purpose. And it just so happens that when we go through the world, it gets doled out, it gets numbed out. And we we get to a point where we believe that we're not good enough and we're not worthy enough. And who are we to want to go, you know, change up our entire life? And what are people going to think? And oh my goodness. But my point is we're all born confident. We're born secure. We're born to be happy and live in alignment But our experiences and our thoughts and our emotions, they shape our reality. They control our identity, which ultimately affects 
how we see everything, how we see ourselves, how we see other people, our reality, what we believe to be true or even possible. What kind of changes are realistic, quote unquote, for us to make or not make? So many times experiences of what happens to us or for us, it gets us to dim our light. It gets us to doubt our abilities, our gifts, and really just tone things down a bit. But we cannot change the world by being just like it. And we certainly can't change our reality by not changing our habits or our behaviors or anything in our life currently. When we're not authentic, we're not true to ourselves. It's doing ourselves a disservice and we can actually feel it. That's the thing. We can feel it inside when we're holding ourselves back. Like, dang, we're really out here just lying to ourselves, aren't we? Why is it that we normalize not feeling good, being stuck, being confused, not having any energy to even start our goals or thinking that our goals are too big or caring too much what other people think and not caring enough about what we think and what our intuition is trying to guide us towards and being open to different signs and guidance from the higher powers of the universe. Like, why do we even care what other people actually think? Like, most people don't even like themselves. Why do we need to prioritize their opinions. All they're going to do is project whatever they're feeling onto you. It has nothing to do with you, good, bad, or otherwise. And as soon as we can learn to detach from other people's opinions, we're really able to let go of comparison. We're able to, you know, mute any negative thoughts and release any stagnant emotions and really just drown out any extra noise, any of the fluff to be able to focus on ourselves and our intuition to find who we actually are, our authentic selves. And when we find that, we can step into our power even more. One of the best things I can recommend is to be intentional with trying new things, to be intentional with your action whether that's through journaling or new experiences. Maybe you even want to take yourself out on a solo date. Whatever you can do to find some connection in nature, some peace and quiet, to allow yourself to be in the moment and to get out of your head into your body. That also could be vinyasa yoga and anywhere or any place that your intuition just feels stronger. You're going to be able to start feeling more of a pulling connection in certain directions that are meant for you. And when you feel that pull, it's so much easier to strengthen your trust in yourself and in your path moving forward. Another tip I want to recommend that I often see with people is they overconsume content. This could be anything on Netflix or Hulu or HBO, Amazon Prime. It could be a show or a movie. It could also be social media. It could be scrolling. It could be saving a bunch of reels or posts that you like for inspo or whatever, and never actually creating content for your own page, for your own business, for your own inspiration or hobby or getting in that creative flow. It could also be listening to a million and one podcasts, right? It's great to get information and inspiration and be able to relate and to connect with people. That's super important. I don't mean it like that, but I mean in the aspect of getting so many ideas 
that you end up never starting. You get all this basis, all this framework or foundations, or maybe you're just distracting yourself. Because let's be honest, I've been there before where I just am putting my head in the sand and don't actually want to do anything towards my goals besides just get inspo. Overconsuming content is ultimately keeping you stuck, whether you're using it as a distraction or to get ideas. It ultimately drowns out your authentic voice and what you would naturally create just from your own thoughts. Being too focused on what everyone else is doing is keeping you stuck because not only can it be overwhelming that, oh my gosh, this person over here is starting this business or wait, this person over there just totally changed their career and they moved across the country or this person over here has doing X, Y, and Z. And, you know, maybe I need to go make a business like they are and I need to quit my job and move and do all these things. And gosh, I'm just not doing enough. Look at all the progress they're making. Look at how they're making it look so easy. And when we get like this, we need to stop. Okay. We cannot compare ourselves and our journey and our timeline to anyone else's. Otherwise, we would all be side by side, neck and neck, hand in hand on the exact same path and progress. That's not how it works. Not everyone listening to this podcast is going to be a doctor or a teacher or a firefighter or a coach or a real estate agent or own your own business or whatever this is. We're not all the same for a reason. Stop trying to fit yourself into a box with other people that honestly, you probably don't care that much of what they're doing. You just have the FOMO and it's okay to be inspired and to feel driven or even like a healthy competition. That's okay, but stop letting it make you feel unworthy and undeserving and not taking any progress towards changing your situation, changing your reality and leveling up your life. If you're anything like me and you felt burnt out and overwhelmed to where you just kind of freeze and pause and you feel paralyzed, that is your fight or flight kicking in. And we can thank our glorious nervous system for activating. This is to prevent you or protect you when you're in survival mode. So when we get so overstimulated and where we're not able to collect our thoughts and we're so much in our head, we're not able to make any decisions that are rational or even delusional and like the slightest that could be a positive thing because we know how I feel about being too irrational or too realistic. That's a whole nother episode, but I don't want you to feel burnt out. I want you to remember to start small and to just be able to start with taking responsibility for where you are. We can't change anything if we don't accept it, if we don't see it, right? It's like having a parent or a friend or someone in your life do something that just drives you freaking crazy. Like you are so annoyed. You love them or you care for them, but you're just like, really, you could just not do that and the world would be a way better place, right? But when they don't see it, they can't change it. Even if you point it out, sometimes people still can't see it because it's their own perspective. Even though you can, until they notice it, how are they going to change it? They don't know if it's a trigger or if it's subconscious or a reaction or something that they're just so out of touch with. They don't even know where to unravel that at, but it's so obvious to you. And so when you're on this journey of your growth and development, and when you're doing the 21 day habit challenge, I want to just encourage you to please be compassionate with yourself. 
Okay, what happens when we come at ourselves in a way that is criticizing or we have judgments or we're just judging ourselves super hard is we shut off versions of ourselves or parts of ourselves that are getting offended, that are going, that are getting even more And so when you're on your journey, and especially when you're doing the 21 day habit challenge, I want to remind you to please be compassionate with yourself. Okay. The only thing that comes out of judging ourselves and criticism is shaming ourselves more into just shutting off and numbing even more, creating more distractions. And it's driving us the opposite way where we want to go. It also shuts off the ability to tap into our intuition. And we can tend to just think not clearly. We get more confused because we're not thinking with you know, our head on straight essentially. And we have too many different hormones going through our bodies that we're throwing us off kilter. We're not thinking like our calm, normal, energetic, level-headed self. And even myself included, I will catch myself sometimes not being so compassionate. And I will take a step back, give myself a few moments, take a few deep breaths, apologize to myself, re-say or rewire what I had just said the way I meant it, and then I'll just move forward. And that way it does not embed itself into my subconscious because I basically, you know, whited out what I said originally and was able to write over the top what I actually meant. And don't forget your homework is to try the 21 day habit challenge. So as a reminder, go ahead and pick a healthy habit and swap it out for something that you're currently doing that's not serving you and keep track in your phone and your notes on your computer. I am so excited to see the change and how much better you feel after the 21 days. Today's episode, we talked about so much from how to get unstuck. The one thing that's holding you back. We also talked about getting clarity on goals, how to release comparison, negative thoughts, to be able to change your life with turning your excuses into the reasons why you can. They also touched on the Notion app, the Atomic Habits book, and how to make one day into day one. So I want you to say goodbye to feeling stuck and hello to creating an energized and excited life and journey. I am so proud of you. I hope that you got so much value out of today's episode. I thoroughly enjoy recording these for you and connecting with all of you. It just means so much to me getting your feedback, getting tagged in stories. I just wish I could give you a big hug through this screen. So if you haven't already, make sure that you're subscribed either on Spotify or Apple or the platform that you're listening to on and be sure to give us a rating and review. Those help grow our community so much here. I greatly appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Energetically Her Podcast, and I will see you next week on Tuesday. Bye-bye.